I don't care how you drink my whiskey. All I care is you can pour it down the drain. Just buy more. (laughs) Um, I think I found a new uh, slogan for your company. There you go. That's a tagline. Yep. Drinking my, my few. Have you had Manhattan. too much? What? Oh, you made a Manhattan. Yeah, I did. What else would I do? Very nice. Drink it straight, like me. Well, that's another option. Mm. Uh, hey everyone, welcome to the Experience Milwaukee podcast. This is Steve Glenn. I've got Adam Darris here, and we've got a very special guest waiting in the, in the back room right now that we're going to bring in. Um, but Adam, you know this podcast is brought to you by Transfer Pizzeria. And cost stereo phones, which I call headphones. Yes. Yes, you do. And I'm wearing mine right now. Are you wearing yours? Of course I am because I could not do this podcast without my cost headphones. Yeah, you kind of need them, don't you? I should be eating transfer pizza right now. Mm, damn it. That sounds good. Great. Super good. Again. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll. No, they're closed, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what time it is right now that someone's listening to this. <laughs> mm. Anyway, I've got a few Manhattan. <laughs> I that was definitely that was definitely a sip moment, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. And um yeah. uh I'm super excited like I am about every episode, but this is kind of like a road trip. And this yeah, this is going to be this already has been a very unique experience. And yeah, we're taking a virtual road trip to Illinois. Down to our friends in Illinois. Yeah. Yes. And yes, uh you know who we're bringing along with us? I think I might. Paul Haletko but... from Few Spirits. Hey Paul, welcome to the show. Hey guys, glad to be here. Um Paul, I you know I think we're we're talking. I I never know what is actually before the show or not, um, because Adam and I just ramble on, and sometimes all of that makes it onto the podcast. But um, we're talking about, damn, this is some really good bourbon, and um, Adam wanted the bourbon so badly he made me put some in a safe container and put it on my my front stoop, and he came over and stole it. <laughs> borrowed. borrowed borrowed yes i can't even i honestly can't even imagine what your neighbors thought of you setting a brown liquid in a clear flask outside your house for i don't know about an hour and then a random guy with his two-year-old shows up and swipes it off your doorstep you know what leaves. they said they said oh that's cool are you selling vodka or are you selling bourbon out of your house now they said business as usual in this, <laughs> in this neighborhood. Yes. No problems here. That's just Tuesday. so shady. <laughs> um, Paul, here's another fun fact. Uh, my wife, who loves bourbon, uh, tried it. And I, she is like, 
beyond in love with the bourbon, so much so that she got pretty angry that I gave some to Adam to try. <laughs> yeah, she got mad that the co-host <laughs> wanted to try the bourbon before the podcast recording with Paul Lilletko of yes. You Spirits, which she so loves. <laughs> so, so Paul, we've got to ask. So, yeah, that well, was a huge precursor. Yeah, that was a huge precursor to what have you done to us, Paul? <laughs> and tell us so, so much more. Well, Can you I mean, give us uh, the backstory of Few Spirits? Whiskey's uh, whiskey's fun, man. Whiskey's delicious. And I got to tell you, I'm the luckiest guy on the planet because I get to make whiskey for a living. Um, like I say, as much as it's as much fun as it is to drink, uh, I will confess it's more fun to make. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I kind of win on this exchange. And tell your wife we've got more. We'll take care of you. <laughs> and if not, uh, luckily we're sold all over Milwaukee and all over the great state of Wisconsin. Um, so uh, if you run out, there's always uh, there's always solutions. That's good, um, Paul. You're you're coming on. Uh, we well, we've actually um, got a, a couple episodes uh, coming out uh, this week of May 11th, and one is with um, Indeed Brewing from Minneapolis, and it was a really great story of their commitment to Wisconsin and the backstory of the brewery and how they got started, and and I can tell from from what you've said your uh your backstory must must include uh this love for whiskey um how how did you get started doing this stuff yeah i think it uh gets started the same way uh you know everything does and uh you know no good story ever began with having a salad um <laughs> but for me you know kind of getting into whiskey starts uh many many years ago and I, honestly even before i was born because uh, before World War II, my grandfather's family owned uh, what is now a major brewery in the Czech Republic. Uh, as you probably know, in 1939, Nazis invaded, and uh, they did what Nazis do, and they confiscated the brewery, and they murdered my grandfather's entire family in the camps. Oh, my God. Um, obviously, my grandfather yeah. survived, but uh, that was it. And he spent the rest of his life trying to get the brewery back, but never did. And then when he died, it kind of struck me that this entire family legacy and history uh, is gone if I don't do something about it. And so Few is kind of trying to reconnect with you know, with family and get back in touch with what we had in the past, uh, but to try to do it in a way that is creative and positive and you know, just better than just raising a fist to the sky. Really you know, trying to do something that's open and honest and true to who, you know, who I am. And grandpa will look up at me and go, yeah, uh, that guy's doing pretty good. But uh, for now, we're just trying to do our best and, you know, stick to our goal of making the best whiskey in the world. That, so. You're well on your way. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm. I'm, I think I'm equally happy now that I've discovered few and kind of pissed off. Like Adam said, like um, there, there can be 
bourbon snobs that tell you, you know, what to drink and how to drink it. And, <laughs> you know, you, you sent a note, uh, and we connected and I give it a try and I'm thinking, this is a, a, a bourbon that, that I don't hear people talk about, but is way, uh, I mean, it's it was smoother. It had more flavors to it than most anything I've ever tried. Well, I mean, we take a you know, we take a lot of care with what we do, and we're really passionate about it. And you know, we you know at least we like to think that it shows up in the glass. Yep. Um, you know, bourbon doesn't have to come to doesn't have to come from Kentucky, and ours doesn't taste like that because it doesn't. You know, we make it just. Yeah, we're not in the great state of Wisconsin, but we're not too far south. Um, yeah, I just did a quick little uh, brat run uh, uh, last, was it last weekend or the weekend before with my daughter. We ran up to uh, the brat stop down there in Racine, uh, which is you know family favorite. Yep. But we're not we're not far away. Um, certainly a lot closer than Kentucky. Um, yes. But great whiskey comes from everywhere, and. You know, we like to do stuff that's a little bit different than we think it shows. Um, you know, we make it all here. We get most of our grain. You know, a lot of our grain comes out of Wisconsin. Our barrels come out of Minnesota. Um, you know, we're a Midwestern company, and it's something we're pretty proud of. The whiskey is, you know, we like to think it's delicious, and people are really starting to catch on, you know, ranging from drinkers uh, even all the way into people in the industry and you know the so-called whiskey snobs. Um, <laughs> you know, our you know, one of our whiskeys just won world's best uh, about a month ago. Uh, another one of them was named best in class uh, for whiskey about again about a month ago. Uh, you know, people are catching on to what we're doing, and when they catch on, they like it. I I can see why, and and you know, I yep. I of course um. Adam and I gravitate to the bourbon, um, and I I love the rye because uh, of the man. I, I love to use a good rye and making a Manhattan. But um, you guys make other stuff. Sure do. I mean, our our bourbon and our rye are number one and number two sellers. Um, certainly the ones that uh, I think we're probably best known for. Uh, but you know, you know, I well, I prefer to think of it as enjoying. Uh, but others would say that I suffer. Um, I enjoy a raging case of ADD, <laughs> and you know the way that I, you know, the way I control it. You know, some people do this, some people do that. The way I control it is I kind of give into it every now and then, and make new stuff. Yeah, and that's you know that's how I that's how I that's why I work my ADD is I make new stuff, and sometimes that stuff I make. Uh, quite frankly, sucks. Uh, in which case, it just kind of disappears, and nobody ever hears about it. <laughs> but sometimes, it's pretty good. <laughs> you know, so that's the stuff that people do hear about it when it's pretty good, or then when it's great. Uh, that's when we start really getting behind stuff. And so, you know, if you come down to the distillery, or you you know, you go to your local liquor store, you walk into, um, you walk into Total or any number of other places, you know, you'll find. You know, few bourbon and few rye, which are our number one and number two sellers. Uh, but you might find our American whiskey, uh, which is a killer product. Uh, starting in, a, we're launching our new uh, cold cut whiskey in 
uh, it's either three or four weeks. I forget when the actual launch date is, uh, but pretty soon, and you know, during June, uh, you'll see the cold cut starting to appear across Wisconsin, and that's when we're real excited about because it's our bourbon, which you know you guys are drinking right there. Uh-huh. Uh, but usually, when you you, know, you take bourbon out of a barrel and before you put it into a bottle, you add water to bring it to the right bottling strength. Uh-huh. Uh, for the few cold cut, we're adding cold brew coffee. Uh, instead of water so you get these really kind of nutty chocolatey flavors um i don't know if you guys drink cold brew coffee but it's i do uh it's delicious it is (laughs) uh it's a little bit you know as i'm as i've gotten a little bit older i think a lot of the acid in uh, hot coffee tends to really rot my gut and i don't get that with cold brew coffee and you also get a little uh I think you get much more, many more layers of flavors with cold brew than you do with hot. And again, it shows in the bottle. Uh, everything we do is calibrated to show in the drinker's glass. And we think it works. Um, I tend to be a design and uh, name kind of guy. So I was wondering if, um, if there's anything behind the name Few and um how are you going about designing all of your bottles sure so the the name few really just means that we don't make a whole lot Um, oh okay so it's super simple Mm -hmm. however uh we are located in evanston illinois we're not in chicago uh we are in evanston and that's interesting because evanston was the birthplace of the entire prohibition movement (laughs) and the women that led prohibition forward uh, lived in, you know, they're all Evanston women, a uh, group called the Women's Christian Temperance Union. And the second head of the WCTU uh, was this woman named Frances Elizabeth Willard. And so a lot of people see a similarity with her initials in our name. Uh, but it is, of course, a sheer and total coincidence. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, not a, and not a nod to, eh, we're still making alcohol. Total coincidence, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, there's an elementary school here in town named after her, and it would obviously be really poor taste to name a liquor brand after an elementary school. Oh, right. right Touche. Right. Yeah. Touche. So we obviously didn't do that. No, of course not. Yes. And it just happens to spell out a word few. <laughs> it just, it's a sheer coincidence, like I said. <laughs> well, um, that sheer coincidence is fantastic. Yes. But, yeah. And so, like, as far as the labels and the design go, uh, obviously, labels are super important in mm-hmm. any consumer product, uh, but all of our labels are uh, homages or things you would have seen for the first time uh, at the 1893 World's Fair here in Chicago. Uh, Miss Wheeler nice. was a featured speaker here, and so you, you know the labels are all stuff. It's classic Chicago architecture, even if none of it's left. Um, wow. You know, so the bourbon. Statue of the Public, which is kind of one of the defining images from that World's Fair. Uh, the Rye Bottle is the world's first electric water fountain. Um, you know, the American Whiskey is the is a picture from the front page or the cover of the yearbook. So when you came to Chicago that summer, you would have gone home with the yearbook so you could show all the people back home that you were here. And the first thing you would have seen is that is this uh, screaming eagle which is, you know, to me, one of the more American things. Um, 
I had thought about changing the Eagle to include like Sidewinder missiles and like guns and shit. Um, <laughs> but we did tone that down a little bit. Just it's still a little extremely bit. American, but uh, yeah, it's not it's not quite the Sidewinder missiles American. Right, right. I love that. Uh, yeah. I mean, Adam, you nailed it. Um, these labels are amazing, and to get the story behind I it, I mean, so even. Cool. I mean, we're, we keep talking bourbon and whiskey. Um, you've got you've got gin in the lineup. Sure do, and a breakfast gin at that. Yeah, well, I mean, is, I breakfast mean, is, gin killer. Isn't all gin for breakfast? I don't. I don't know. Am I wrong? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, everybody thinks you can only drink gin at breakfast, but it's just not true. <laughs> you know, you can drink gin anytime. You can even drink gin at night. Um, but uh you know breakfast gin is killer and you know we've got the only breakfast gin on the market uh it's soft it's sweet it's approachable uh and it uses earl gray tea as one of the primary botanicals and so you you get this kind of super approachable gin it's herbal and slightly sweet it's got some really nice citrus brightness from a little bit of lemon peel and you know it's a perfect gin for your breakfast. You know, goes with pancakes, uh, goes with your waffles, uh, French toast, uh, and it could even stand up to like even like an omelet, where it's a little bit more savory. Uh, the sweetness can really bring some really nice notes to your uh, to your omelet. How did I just get hungry and thirsty at the same time? I, I'm, what just yeah, happened I'm here? It. I'm a very bad man. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you know how to paint a picture, man. Um, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I get a little bacon. Yeah. I don't know if you guys like, uh, I'm not a fan of like the sugary bacon. I find it a little sweet. Um, I do too. Yeah. You, what, that, you know, a really nice thick cut, super crunchy bit of bacon, uh, with that breakfast gin. And, uh, you're going to be a very happy person. My well, God, that sounds good. So the, what about the barrel gin? What, like, uh, the what? barrel gin that uh, just rides the line between gin and whiskey. So you've got these really nice, sharp juniper and coriander flavors, uh, and then it's triple barrel finished. Uh, so we use used bourbon barrels, used rye barrels, as well as some brand new barrels, all Minnesota oak, handcrafted barrels. And it just all kind of comes together, and it's this super oaky gin that is killer in a whiskey cocktail and it's a great way for that whiskey drinker to start kind of dipping their toes a little bit into gin uh-huh. and then all those gin drinkers like oh I, I don't drink whiskey i can only drink gin you know it's a great whiskey for the gin drinker and a great gin for the whiskey drinker <laughs> and they kind of meet right in between and i mean like i know um i think steve you're having a manhattan yes it's uh the the gin Manhattan with that barrel gin is just magic. I know. Because you've never had a gin Manhattan. I have, I have once, and I was uh, shocked at how delicious it was. Yeah. And that's it's why I was great intrigued drink. when I saw that uh, on the website. I was like, oh, that's, that sounds pretty good. Yep. No, it's a, it's a real tasty gin. It's actually a, uh, when we released it, it was the number one rated gin on the planet. Uh, something we're pretty proud of. 
So wow. you've mentioned you mentioned the Brat Stop. What's yeah, I love that place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh you can't miss it driving on the drive driving on the highway. No, you um, can't. Adam, you probably every time you go back to your hometown you see it. Um, yeah, I've I've definitely been to the Brat Stop more times than I can remember. <laughs> So <laughs> sometimes when you go there, you can't remember. So no, can't. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember if you were there. Um, what What's your experience, uh, Paul, with um, with Milwaukee in general? I mean, I think Milwaukee is just a just a fantastic city. Um, I can't quite get into your baseball team. Go Cubs. <laughs> uh, well, understandable if you love respect, the Cubs. Yeah, respect. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, no, no, no hatred. I got no time to hate, but uh, go Cubs. Um, <laughs> but the city, it's just, it's a friendly place. And you've got everything you want in a city. You've got art, you've got culture, you've got music, you've got museums. Um, you know, brought stop aside, the restaurant scene in Milwaukee is just absolutely in fuego. Um, just absolutely amazing food. You've got amazing drink. Obviously, you're right there on the lake, so you've got the benefit to be near a large body of water. Um, it's approachable. It's livable. To me, it's an awful lot like Chicago because it's just an amazing city that you could actually live in. Right. And I think that's. I think that kind of stuff gets overlooked because. You're not like you get everything you want out of a city in Milwaukee. I mean, the only real downsides you don't have an NHL team, but you've got the Hawks. So, so Hawks. <laughs> um, well it. played. Yeah, that's about well it. <laughs> so you, you've got a you've got a real football team. I cannot say their name, but you've got a real fucking football team. <laughs> I. The real football team we have is a little further north. Yeah, yeah but... what, three hours is the, here, but yeah, the Cheddar Curtain does divide us, but that's it really shouldn't. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, hey, you're more than welcome to become a Packers fan if you want. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> There's no call for that kind of language. I, I, I didn't think you would say it, Paul. I'm, I'm really sorry. I have, to, I have to apologize. So, Paul, I... I you sent a note today. We we're, we're going back and forth a little bit. Um, you guys are in Woodman's and Total Wine, Otto's, uh, Adam. Yes. They're in the Vanguard. I know. I saw that in the email. I was like, wait a second. What? Really? The reason I hopped on the website was to see if there was a specific way you recommended enjoying it. And when I read through it, I was like, Steve, this is awesome. Look, at he has it. It, he has it every which way. Like, enjoy it however you want. And I was like, that's how it should be. That's drink it the way you like it. I like it on the rocks. Steve's like Steve likes it in a Manhattan. You're both right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's there's just no wrong way. And like, you know, I always say, like, if you're trying to really figure it out, you know, I say, look, first pour it right into a glass, take a small sip just so you can taste it. Yep. Uncut, unfiltered, etc. Now add a drop, just a smallest drop of water. And when you add that water, the whiskey is going to really open up and start to really blossom and bloom. Um, maybe you like it like that. 
drop an ice cube in there. See if you like it on the rocks. Um, add a little, you know, make it into a little cocktail and just kind of play around with it and see what you like. And because, you know, especially with the whiskey, like you may find that you like few in a Manhattan, but say, for example, maybe you prefer your Four Roses with Coke. I don't know. Yep. Um, again, th there's no wrong or right answer. The only right answer is how you like it. So speaking about people, uh, what if uh, people want to connect with few or with you? You know, where are the best places um, besides, you know, check out anywhere where you get your spirits? Um, online, uh, few spirits. Check it out online. Fewspirits.com. Uh, we're in all the social medias at few spirits on the Instagrams and the Facebooks and the Twitters is. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, we're, we're in all the social medias. We're on the internet. Uh, and then, you know, ask at your favorite bar. If they don't have it, tell them Breakthrough carries it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're growing, um, continuing to grow. And uh, we're big fans of Milwaukee. Well, we're big fans of you guys. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think uh, ever have I meant this more, but uh, – Man, Paul, keep doing what you're doing because it, it's it's really awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast, Adam. Thank you. Uh, you bet. I, I, My pleasure. It's it. You know, we're recording this late at night, and I'm and I'm like, I'm. I feel like going on making one more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do no that. Judgment. Yeah, <laughs> no judgment. I agree. I can second Paul's. Uh, announcement. No judgment. Yeah. Hashtag no judgment. Always, always just make it a few and you'll be okay. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Yep. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Paul, we're, <laughs> uh, let's keep in touch. We will definitely have you at Black Sheep ASAP. Um, I was talking with, uh, with the crew over there yesterday and they're excited about it. So, uh, let's see if awesome. we can take over this Manhattan happy hour thing. Let's do it. I'm in. Yes. All right. Well, thanks, All guys. Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. And, and I, uh, I'll even say it. Go Packers. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Paul, what have you done? Yeah. This is the best podcast ever. We just, we just <laughs> light this podcast up. Love it. Love it. <laughs>